Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. So I recorded an episode with Thomas and it's going to be crazy as fuck. <laughs> and I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on a lot of shit because that nigga is wilding. A bit. And then plus like everybody else that we get in here, they're not used to the mics. So yeah, it's going to be a while. <laughs> um, We've had an eventful night so far. I found a mouse in my house and, I, <laughs> and my daddy had to come over to... uh kill it and yes i say daddy and i'm a grown-ass man you know why because that nigga's my fucking daddy and he came and took the mouse out and took the body away and everything i still call my daddy daddy how <laughs> am i supposed to my change daddy. i know this is my daddy nigga. i've been calling him that since i met him <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> you think I'm like brand new for you, That's niggas? what I was taught right. when I could first learn how to speak was right. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> my first words in this earth, nigga. Right. The fuck? But yeah, shit. If I had found a mouse in my house, we. Oh, it's going to be rough tonight. Bruh, my <laughs> nerves be bad if I just find like a spider or something. I can't. Ooh, and you by yourself. Mm-mm. <laughs> You don't have nobody to <laughs> You don't have nobody to to be your defense or your backup. Oh my god. I guess I pulled up at the right time. In the middle of your breakdown. Yep. I was wondering why you were outside. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> that big ass fucking mouth. It was a little beady ass mouth too. It's like I know he ain't smoking a cigarette. I was like, I lost all masculinity in my voice when I saw that shit. Man, you should have just opened up Cooper's kennel and let that nigga have at it. That nigga wasn't going to do shit. <laughs> if, I, if somebody ever break into my fucking house, I know that nigga ain't going to bark. nothing. Either. Oh, your dad definitely got the job done in under two minutes. So. Came through. I just wonder what your bathtub look like. I don't right even want to look right now. That's, I'm avoiding that shit till it's time for me to clean that shit up when, like, later tonight. Uh, I know it's gonna be bad. You should go spray some shit in there, just you know, so it can soak. Yeah, but that's up to you. I'm not trying to traumatize you. Yeah, I gotta do that shit by myself because I'll, I'll be gone. The rest of we record, but like. I, 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 it was everywhere. It was everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is crazy. I don't fuck with mice. And that's the first mouse I done had in my own place since I moved out. That shit. Because in the apartment they had like the people come through all the time. Yeah. But in an apartment, you all you got to do is call your people. But here's a little different. The exterminator is coming Thursday too, which is crazy. Mm-hmm recording this on a tuesday so how was your weekend um it was good um 
you know, I worked. That was pretty much it, man. Um, Just trying to make this money. Shmoney. Shmoney. I was at work all day on Saturday. Um, Sunday. Oh, so this is why I wanted to talk about like um, like tipping people who provide services for you. So y'all know I do makeup or whatever. Cool. So I had a client referral, which is always cool. Um, And I was doing this little girl's makeup for a banquet slash like prom. I don't know. I think it was like some private school shit. (laughs) But I was communicating with her mom, of course, because her mom was going to be the one that was paying. And her mom was the one that was bringing her over to the house. Cool. Um, and while I was communicating with her, she never really asked me about my price, which is fine because most people just ask like afterwards, like, you know, what do I owe you? So, you know, they get there. <laughs> First of all, let's back up. Appointment was initially made for noon on Sunday, which is good because I didn't have to work until three. So I'm like, okay, you know, do a race. We done by one or earlier. Like there's plenty of time for me to still like get myself together and go to work be on time cool so initial appointment was made for noon so she texts me like right before noon like hey you know we're running a little behind can we do you know 12 30 or one and i'm like at this point if i tell you 12 30 you're not getting here at 12 30 so i was like okay i'm gonna give you some leeway let's do one that's still enough time for me do what i gotta do for you and still get out the house, be on time for work. Right. No, they didn't get there till one fifteen. Oh, <laughs> uh, what ethnicity were these people? <laughs> <laughs> these were our folks, my nigga. These was our cousins. Um, they didn't get there till one fifteen. <laughs> didn't say any, you know, apologies for being late and. Didn't say any of that, you know. They just acted like everything was cool. Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, (laughs) come on in here. I don't have time to be warm and hospitable. Like, come on in and sit your ass down. Like, we got to start moving. Right. So, you know, she sits down, and I'm asking her, you know, about the event and what she's wearing. Yeah, You know, typical questions that you ask so you know what you're doing. And uh, if she had any, like, pictures or ideas for anything that she wanted in particular. And, of course, she shows me this picture of, like, the most extravagant eye makeup. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> and I, at this point, I hadn't told them that I had to work at three. Because, for one, I don't feel like I should have to tell you my work schedule or my schedule for the day when I make an appointment with you, I feel like you should just respect my time off the strength of, you know, just what's the word? Uh, uh, respect. Just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. On the basis of respect, just right. being respectful. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this picture and she wants just like this sparkly, like cut, super defined, but like smoky. And like, so I'm like, Oh my God. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm just going to try to bang this shit out and get her out of here. So the mom is sitting there. They're watching. And she wants to set up, like, a time lapse so she can, you know, record me doing everything. And, like, her sister's there. 
all of them or you know just being extra and so her mom is asking me what my name is because she's writing out a check mind you I still haven't given her a price so I'm just like okay maybe the person who referred her told her my price only thing is the person who referred her is one of my loyals from when I worked at the Mac counter so because she was loyal after a certain point I was just kind of giving her a little hookup you know what I'm saying? Discounted price. Right. So I'm just like, how does she know what my price is? Like, this is crazy. So then she, you know, writes the check, hands me the check when everything is said and done. And the check is for $45. And that's not what I charge. <laughs> um, I charge $55. And it just really upset me that... You didn't ask me what I charge. Even if you have been told, I just feel like it's common courtesy to like confirm with the actual right. person who's providing the service with you before you make out a check. Like it'd be different if you had cash and you could just, you know, if you give me 45 and I tell you a different amount, you could just hand me some more cash. Right. But if you write out a check and I tell you, you know, the price, you got to void a whole check and do it, you know, and I'm for one, I'm, I'm too good of a person. Like I'm not going to make you void out a check, whatever. But so she paid me, which okay cool but there was no tip and I'm like not that I ever expect a tip tips is just not something I expect even though it is something that you should include in your price when you're having a service provided for you whether that's haircut nails pedicure brows lashes any kind of service sitting at a restaurant if anybody's doing anything for you you should tip them. So not only did she not pay me what I charge, she didn't tip me and she was extra late. Like that, that right there should be a reason why you give me some extra money because you didn't bid into my work time. Right. And even if I didn't have to go to work still, you were late as fuck. Like, <laughs> not only did you agree to two different times, you were late both for, for both of the times. <laughs> and I just don't understand like why people, how people still don't know to this day in 2020 about tipping and, and just common courtesy when it comes to things like that. And I see, I've seen a lot of like posts and like threads on Twitter about there was a recent thread where there was um like a girl just like calculating how many hours she works a week and then how much her paycheck was and it was a lot of comments underneath like I hate seeing this kind of stuff because like nobody told y'all to go and get these jobs right. and it's just like first of all for a lot of us these are just jobs that we picked up when we didn't have nothing else like this isn't like a, oh I'm gonna make my career out of being a waitress for a lot for most people. Right. <laughs> Nobody just signs up to be a waitress for the rest of their fucking lives. And most people have other side hustles and stuff going on, so it's not like that's their career. Right. So I'm just like, first of all, you don't know our stories. Most of us are here because this was the first place that called us back in a time of need, <laughs> and here we are. You don't have to, you know. What I'm saying put $20 on a $20 tab but you should be out here tipping people who help you definitely but at the same time some people do be doing extra with they shit what you mean? like it's been a, a recent thing online of people being like 
So y'all don't pay barbers a hundred dollars? Oh, Nigga, yeah. no. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, I saw that. For a basic ass uh fade. Right. For now, a basic ass shape up, hell no. And then people be showing like them getting like facials and shit while they're there. Okay, you could pay hundred dollars for some yeah, extra shit. That's different. But <laughs> to get my fucking line, I'm not paying yeah. that. Nigga I ain't paying you no more than twenty five dollars for this shit. <laughs> I usually I usually pay twenty and tip five. Yeah. I have I have tip D thirty. I mean I thirty. I tipped them ten. Yeah. Or fifteen, just yeah. depending on it. Like one day he got me in late, so I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I always hook my barber up, especially for one because I know my barber, and that's another thing too. Like especially if it's people that you know. Yeah. I feel like it should definitely be even more reason for you to tip them well. Right. Like my bartender at at Mickey's only bought two drinks. My tab was uh. $13 Friday night. I gave him $25. Like, because I know him, he always takes care of me. Like, that's just what you do. But well, when we go to like Voodoo, Mirror always hook us up. Yeah. So I always tip pretty good. I always tip them well too. Like, Meredith, uh, Lindsay, Zell, when he worked there, I always tip them good. Right. Terrence, like, always. It's, that's just how things are. Now, I am also one of those people that if you ain't got the money to go somewhere, don't fucking go. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got money for a nice tip and that, don't fucking go. Yep. And yep. don't pick these people apart and then and don't take assume, it out on. Don't assume that we just out here making bomb ass money or that some other table is going to take care. Like on that one Twitter post, they were just like, oh, yeah, she complaining about, you know, not having a check or not getting anything on her checks biweekly. But she made seven hundred dollars in one week. I'm like, yeah. But you don't know what that next week is gonna be like, or, uh, or <laughs> you don't know, um, you don't know what that last week was like. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you walk in and you can make all the money that you need to make, and sometimes you walk in and you don't make shit. Like just because she made seven hundred dollars this week doesn't mean that that's what she's averaging every single week. Right. So people be doing the most, man. Yeah. And. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a fucking uh, haircut every nah, two fucking weeks. No, nah. that's two hundred fucking dollars a month. I seen that one post that was just like, now this, you know, haircut or whatever service right. was worth a hundred, but that's like that nigga did a lot. Like he did the fade shape up. He did the beard tinting, the beard shape up. He did some facial right. shit. Some like that was a lot. And I don't, I don't have a lot of facial hair, so yeah. like. If I had like a full beard, of course I would uh, pay more because that service requires more. But I got a basic ass fucking cut. Now it's dope as fuck. <laughs> and my waves are hitting. But that's my work. No, just... <laughs> right. Right. That ain't got nothing to do with you. This is Dennis and Patricia Woods' <laughs> work along with Dennis Jr. That's why this shit is dope, bro. Yeah. But yeah. I. I don't know. And unfortunately, black people have a uh, stigma about us that we don't like to tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got to do better, people. I just don't. I don't. I don't understand how you make it past a certain age and not understand. Right. Now, when I was a kid, I didn't understand. I just thought, like. You pay what you owe and that was it. Right. You, Even you then- think people are at a job. They making money. 
Right. They are getting paid. And then be like, okay, if I tip them three, four dollars, that's okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I forgot. Water. I forgot when I comics, and that's where. So ninth grade. So I I knew to tip, but I didn't know what an actual tip was supposed to be. Yeah, they taught us. Um, they taught us in one of our youth groups or one of our like, um, what they used to call them thing lock ins about <sighs> tipping. You just triggered me. <laughs> like, oh fuck, man! Our lock ins used to be lit. I I was in a small church with a whole bunch of ghetto ass niggas. <laughs> we didn't have lit anything. It was fire and brimstone and all type of bullshit. Um, But yeah, that's when I learned. I want to say I was like 14 or 15 when I truly understood. And then after after I got out of college is when I was like, I can't be out here just bullshitting with these tips. Because I actually had steady income. So it wasn't just like... You couldn't do it. Right. I feel like a fuckboy for not doing it yeah but um you know tip your tip your people bro i got too much shit (laughs) i'll be like i'll be seeing pieces of shit but i don't know what the fuck this shit is throw it away (laughs) Fuck it. <laughs> That's what I do. Like, hmm, this might go somewhere, but I don't know where. And everything is still holding up, so guess I don't need it. <laughs> that is a good segue because the other thing you sent me was about uh that Twitter thing of the girl saying that she went to uh see the photograph for yeah. her boyfriend oh, of two yeah. years. Oh my goodness. Let and me find that shit. I think I s- Let me find it. Bro, just reading the comments in that thread. It's man, it's fuck boys everywhere, bro. Even though I do kind of have a fuck girl story about some similar sh- Her name was her name is Antonia Hilton. I don't know what she does, but she has a verified profile. Um host of Uncommitted on Spotify. FMR, Vice News at HBO, Emmy winning and losing correspondent, producer, politics and civil rights. She is Puerto Rican, I think. Is that the Puerto Rican flag with the red triangle and the blue and white stripe? Or is that Columbia? Bitch, I don't fucking know. Don't get me out here lying. (laughs) Anyway. That's uh, Cuba. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the Cuban flag. Oopsies. So she said... (laughs) This was her original tweet on February 15th. My boyfriend of two or more years took me out to see the photograph last night and then broke up with me. And I'm down about all the usual stuff, but I cannot wrap my head around why he took me out first. Is that a thing? (laughs) Are men okay? (laughs) (laughs) Men are not okay because this shit has happened to me. And I'll be like, what the fuck was the, like, you don't have to be a dick when you let somebody down, but literally planning a date to do so. It's like, 
why right you could have just like met me you do you could have just came over to the house and we had a talk or the only man let me get get my fuck boy a whole romantic a whole romantic like the photograph though the super you know what i'm saying most romantic movie on valentine's day (laughs) (laughs) and then too like you had to know before valentine's day that you were gonna break up with me why did you wait until valentine's day of all the motherfucking days trash um the only thing i would say is it is kind of it's gonna sound stupid it is kind of smart to meet in a public place if you go break up why if you're in the house people might throw blows and all kind of other crazy shit i mean if you if you know that that's the kind of person you're dealing with, sure. But uh, still a romantic date, the yeah, photograph. I mean, yeah, that's not. I'm not on like, Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> I was looking for any crumb of being like, well, I mean, I could. You could have went out to a park, a coffee shop, even. Bro, if somebody break up with me at a coffee shop, blowing my motherfucking brains out when I get home. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, so there's some more comments. Let me see. I have to take that shit out. (laughs) So the first lengthy comment was says, "Men who do this do it to make themselves feel less less guilty. In their minds, they went out of their way to make the landing soft slash leave you with good memories. The problem is that you and your feelings aren't any part of the equation. Just his ideas about you and his situation. Weirdly, he may genuinely think he's thinking of you." Slash be genuinely shocked at this reaction, but that's where the blessing is. He didn't just break up with you. He left you with 100% proof he wasn't a partner who listened or understood your needs. That will help as you move on. Another comment. (laughs) Night before our son's high school graduation, husband walks in from work, announces he doesn't love me anymore and is leaving. Had to pretend I was okay through his graduation and family party the next day. Found out later he'd been cheating on me since I barely survived cancer two years before. Ooh. That one made me cry. Like. Yeah, that's. To think, like, to go through cancer with somebody and then find out that they they was cheating while you was going through shit. Man. Anyway. That's, that's what John Edwards did, and that's why that nigga is nowhere to be found anymore. Because his wife died after that shit. Uh, somebody else said, it's a thing. A guy took me out to see a movie, cuddled with me the whole time, then told me outside after the theater that he was getting back with his ex, not on <coughs> Valentine's and not a romantic film, so your dude is still the bigger sicko. <laughs> but they do this in all caps, and I will never understand there's another one that was like crazy oh here you go here's a third once had a boyfriend take me on a super romantic date to that lovely little restaurant in the cloisters i don't know what that is and break up with me as we were roaming the park no that's not the one it's another one it was a black lady but it just it's just crazy (laughs) girls do that shit too i got one I, it's too painful i ain't gonna say it but that shit women do that shit too <laughs> i mean yes it, it's always 
two sides to the coin, obviously, but I feel like it's probably definitely happening way more on this side of the I coin. I know a girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got to take this shit out too. <laughs> um, also, that's kind of what happened in 500 Days of Summer, also. He took her to see the graduate and she was crying at the end and she broke up with him. I don't remember that movie. Not, not the details of it. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. But yeah. Um, I guess it is a thing, but that's just, that shit is fucked up. Definitely thing. When um, he who shall not be named asked me to go on his birthday trip with him. Mm-hmm. And then hours later was like... <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. That, it's Damn. like that. Yeah. That's the exact same situation. Yeah. And that's not the first time that that shit has happened. Like niggas do that shit all the time. And I just really be like, like thinking back, like, why did you even, what was the point? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've never been one of those type dudes. So I don't understand that logic. It's like, I don't know how like how I'm really trying to understand a lot like how do you how do you know that you're about to break some bad news to somebody and think that like doing extremely romantic personal things with them right before you break up with them is going to make it better if anything it's just going to make it more confusing for them it's going to make the process harder because that's not a clean break. That's like, because they're, all they're going to do is have a bunch of questions like head cocked to the side, confusion type shit. Like all they're going to do now, you're going to have to explain yourself even more than you normally would because you didn't done, done all this extra shit that was unnecessary. <laughs> like it's so much better if you are just straight forward with people, sit them down, say, Hey, we have to talk. Everybody knows what we have to talk means. Explain yourself. Do the dirt. Get out. That would require people being uh, mature, mature <laughs> emotionally. And most people don't want to do that shit. Bruh. But I do feel like most, uh, I got to believe that most people wouldn't do that. But there is a lot of people that would. It baffles me. Like, I don't understand that shit. That's just like, you know, you getting ready to quit your job, but you tell your boss that, you know, you plan on, you you talking to your boss about next year. Right. And, and you know what I'm saying? Doing all this extra shit. Well, you know, knowing you good and well, there. you ain't finna be there. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. why would you do that? I don't. Why would you set people up for expectations that. With homeboy, I don't understand his logic at all with that though. Like that shit was baffling. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's more baffling to you, but it's still weird. I just don't. I don't know because especially like a trip away, yeah, is like super romantic. Yeah, and it's for like a major milestone birthday. It was yeah, for your thirtieth. You don't just throw that out for. Yeah. <laughs> everybody yeah that that's some weird shit and you threw out that you would pay for it yeah, yeah. you know nah, like bro, that, that shit <laughs> that nigga's a fuck boy 
a fucking fuck boy. Yeah. Yo, I wish I, we could phone a fellow fuck boy and ask him, has he ever done this shit? But he's busy right now. Oh. <laughs> that would be the perfect thing to ask him. <laughs> he did have a question that he wanted to ask you. It was, uh, is it ever okay for the man to be the little spoon? <laughs> yes. And I was like, nigga, who, who can little spoon? Yo, big ass. Like, <laughs> nigga, he's 6'3". <laughs> I know a lot of dudes that talk about how they want to be the little spoon, and that's cool. Like, whatever. I don't, like, that's so ridiculous to me, though. If I really love a nigga, nigga, I will be his big spoon. Shit like that, like, we be trying to make everything about either being any kind of quote-unquote femininity is bad. Yeah. It's because niggas hate women. Mm. But (laughs) other, I mean, I don't understand that. I've never wanted to be the little spoon, but if it happened, I guess I'm going to ride that shit out. He was like, uh, she started doing it in. <laughs> she started breathing on his back. <laughs> Listen to that shit. It's the funniest shit in the world. <laughs> I mean, that, honestly, it just depends on what the, the size of the couple. Like, what is, you know, how big you are, how big your girl is. The way he explains it, it makes sense because I was wondering, like, who the fuck can little spoon your big ass? Who? <laughs> Lisa Leslie, right? <laughs> what WNBA player were you dating? Layla Ali, right? Shit. But man, that nigga's wild as fuck. Um, <laughs> speaking of other wild ass fucking niggas, he would want to be somebody's little spoon. Man, Thomas is a complicated man. <laughs> that shit is fun, either. Complicated is not the word. I was so ready for. Like, cause y'all be fucking going at it. That should be funny as fuck, though. So I was just gonna be over here to sip and wander. <laughs> mm. It's getting messy in here. <laughs> Either anytime like Thomas is around or Terrell is around is when one of us is gonna lose our fucking shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell just gets to me sometimes, and I just be like, man, I feel like that nigga's my evil twin. It's something about other sages that breaks out. We the only sags that get along. You know, <laughs> it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Right. Like, I guess it's because we know, like, our own fire. And we be like, man, y'all be releasing this shit just for no fucking reason. I only, I only get super passionate about this shit I really, really care about. Mm. These niggas be arguing shit. <laughs> that they don't know about, <laughs> they don't care about. Right. That shit be funny as fuck. Oh yeah. I saw that. Did you see that? Uh, I took that picture of that Tom Hop from like ten years ago uh-uh. on Facebook. Uh-uh. I, I'm gonna take a a week long exile. Nobody cares. And then Terrell just is the first comment. He's like, "Juice, you're always fucking depressed." <laughs> <laughs> like I gotta read it. That shit's funny as fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nigga, how you gonna get mad at somebody for being... This is back when, on Facebook, it's always had is on it. Like, you'd be like, Dennis is going somewhere. Yeah. 
It says Dennis Woods is going into a self-imposed exile for around a week. No one cares. Typical juice fashion. I still might pop one of these off right right now. <laughs> and Terrell won't put his full name, even though he has it on there. You always fucking depressed juice. God damn. You need some fucking Zoloft, my nigga. <laughs> and I said, no, just Monday through Thursday, I'm depressed. <laughs> he said, laugh my ass off. You need to find you a hoe for Monday and Monday through Thursday, my nigga. I said, first. Oh, God. First of all, never talk to me that way, laugh out loud. Second of all, you're probably right. And so I tagged Terrell on Twitter. And he was like, safe to say I wouldn't say that now. Thank God for growth. Like, man, nah, Terrell might pop one of those off right now. <laughs> oh, man. Find you a hoe from Monday through Thursday. That is classic Terrell logic. Oh, yeah. I rated his voice, too, in my head. That shit was funny as fuck. See, and that is the reason why niggas be out here hurting women. Because they trying to use women to fill these fucking voids of depression and whatever else and in the long run they just end up fucking these women over because these women may not be uh fulfilling whatever it is that they thought that they were missing yeah that's why when i tried to do that logic a couple months ago uh i was like nah, i can't do this yeah when i told thomas that story he was like <laughs> he's like first off juice if you ever start trying to live like future, don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the nigga that you want to be like. <laughs> Coming from one of future's constituents. <laughs> sure. A, a fellow member of the future. <laughs> right. Mm. But yeah, man. But that's like, we had a deeper conversation about that. How the shit that's ingrained in us as men is, is shit like that use women for your own pleasure and disregard them and i try hard to overcome these uh things but they still creep up every now and then because i am niggas <laughs> i try to not be niggas but i am niggas <laughs> oh but speaking yeah. of niggas <laughs> so yeah speak of niggas so this past weekend was all-star break and, you know, it was a lot of people out. They did in Chicago. They did a lot of dope things, a lot of Kobe tributes, stuff like that. And also, uh, Dwayne Wade, since he left, has been on – he's with Turner Sports now. So he's a lot more visible, and he's out doing other things. I think they have a reality show coming out. Mm. And part of the reality show is going to be um, – just talking about him and his wife, Gabrielle Union's life. Part of their life is that uh, his now daughter goes by Zaya. Uh, Zaya. Is it Zaya or Zaya? Zaya. Okay, Zaya. Um, she has recently said that she's going to identify as woman, as a female. And it had been... It's not new news, but... Yeah, there were speculations like, oh, look at his son. Like, why is he wearing 
yeah crop top and oh did y'all see his fingernails are painted and right. oh he got on lip gloss and yeah what is going on and then when gabrielle union took him to pride i think last year niggas got made fucking feelings doing all this shit mm. and so it's slowly progressed to now where Dwayne Wade being a father wants to protect his daughter and he's going to be her spokesperson because that's what parents are supposed to fucking do. Right. And in doing so, he's talked about how he's moved on issues Mm -hmm. by having a daughter with a unique situation. Mm -hmm. And... Niggas are just missing all that. Of course. M- niggas are missing that he acknowledged that he was not as woke as he is now. Niggas just want to talk about some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And always want to be like, yeah, Dwayne Wade's going too far, blah, blah, blah. And it's it's making me sick. Just the toxic, because it's, it's a lot of black men talking cash shit about women too right yes <laughs> a lot of a lot of women i've seen a lot of women retweet boosie's com- stupid ass comments from today and you should play boosie play that clip oh shit I forgot multiple devices well tell me where to find it was it on instagram i gotta say something about this shit bro the way you going too fucking far y'all that is a male a 12 year old at 12, they don't even know, they don't even know what their next meal gonna be. They don't even, they don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything at 16 and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone, how you gonna, like, bro, that's, it, you going too far, dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, bro, for real. That shit is like making me laugh. Because you like, really think. him as a woman, dog. He's 12 years old. He don't, he's not, he's not up there yet. He, he hasn't made his final decisions yet. Don't cut his fucking dick off the way, bro. You fucking tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. You know what the wildest shit about that is? That looks like that's in the Planet Fitness. So... Like somebody said, so you in there getting your workout on, and you see this 40-year-old man yelling in a phone, don't cut his dick off. Right. Over and over again about a 12-year-old that's not doing any of that. Not that I care, because I don't give a fuck, but niggas assume a lot of shit that they don't fucking know. First off, you can't get that surgery done until you're older yeah until you're fully developed right and then plus you also they won't do that usually until you've lived as until you've taken the hormone replacement therapy and all this and you've lived life as a woman or a man but also not every trans person undergoes the sexual reassignment right so you cannot assume that just because Zaya is now going to be feminine presenting that she is not going to have her original body parts. Right. Like, and then plus, anytime you're talking about 12-year-old's body parts, 
check yourself. Like, I'm really yelling about a 12-year-old's <laughs> body parts. That shit is fucking creepy Why as fuck. Why are you so worried about his dick? Right. Why are you so worried about his dick? Right. And Boosie always do this shit to a point to where I kind of, I don't know. Starting man. to worry. He, this got to be some some PTSD behind this. And like, then when he talked about, like, he was in jail watching two dudes fuck. Oh, yeah. Man, look, anybody that's that insecure, man, come on, bro. But also, like, he doesn't have any talking points. Like, for you to say... You know, when he's 16, what if he meet a girl and fall in love? First of all. Why do you fucking care? First of all, if he does meet a girl at 16 and falls in love with her, who's to say that she won't still want to be a woman? Right. Just but be- also, if she still has her parts who's to say that she might not decide okay you know what i want to be a boy again like you can just the same way she can make the decision based on how she feels to be feminine presenting and present herself as a woman she can that might change but that's none of like that's none of your business business. (laughs) right it might change and it might not but it's none of your fucking business right and then also the thing i hate about these niggas or these type of niggas they are the same ones that will always yell don't tell me how to raise my kids until another parent does some shit that they don't agree with and then they want to tell them niggas how to raise their kids stay the fuck out of Dwayne wade's family for one second that nigga's from chicago he is not right. the one that you want to talk crazy to. Run up, don't, get done up. <laughs> don't let, don't play um, with Dwayne Wade's family, bro. Honestly, like they are handling the situation so well. Like they are making it known that they don't know everything about this kind of life. They're making it known that they are going to embrace it and, and try to help her through it as much as possible and protect her. And for anybody to chime in and check them if they ever say or do something you know that's out of line or that that could be hurtful like they are so open to just being able to be there for their child and I feel like that should not be such a hard concept to grab to grasp like if you're a parent you know what it feels like to to have a child and to care for a child and you you know what that feeling is when you want to just go out of your way to make sure that you do what you need to do to make sure that they are taken care of and raised right and, and fully realized as a human being and you're right just become decent citizens like you know what it feels like to to want to just do everything humanly possible to make sure to make things right for them this is that same situation it's the same energy it's the same shit like i don't under it's it's because y'all are uncomfortable with it and because y'all won't take the time to understand it or because y'all do understand it and you're not comfortable with your own connection to it right it's, it's one of those three things but either way like save your fucking opinions on this shit Ain't nobody asking you to go live 
and talk about this shit. Like people like Boosie and I said this earlier. People like Boosie doing anything for clout right now because Boosie is not relevant for none of his music anymore. At at this point in time, like He's yeah, he had he had hits and we will you know what I'm saying like I mean he is a legend. We ain't never gonna forget his hits, but what is he doing right now, career wise? IG shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instagram commentator. <laughs> right. And he ain't even going about it the way like tip and them like making a platform or doing it the Joe Budden way. You I just, say that they those are also ignorant ass niggas too. But they at least present it in some kind of professional way. Yelling at a planet fitness don't cut his dick off. I'm just tired not- <laughs> of all these niggas getting on their lives thinking that everybody just really fucking cares about every little thought and opinion that they have on shit like sure you got a fan base and most of them are going to agree with you but some of them aren't also that's the other part of it don't alienate your other part of your fan base right like there i'm sure it's tons of people that when set it all comes on they lose their shit and they may not be they may be the people you're dissing right, right. now so always be aware of that my, my problem is is with these niggas out here who always seem to oh fuck I lost my oh shit I had a point I forgot it I'm just tired of niggas who get high off of simply just having an audience for the sake of having an audience and just say random ass fucking shit just wanting to no point heard just because they they feel militant and they feel like they're the voice of the people and you're not you're just one voice right but you have to be a little bit more responsible when you do have the type of following that you have knowing that how you feel and how you think is not how everybody else feels and thinks you can't get on here promoting this kind of bullshit like (laughs) (laughs) over somebody's child that ain't being abused that it you know i'm saying like it'd be different if you saw somebody abusing that kid and you want to speak out on it okay that's different you're trying to intervene in the situation to help somebody out like the mama that cut the girl's braids off because right uh, because her daddy went and got her hair braided right with i think her stepmom like i think that they were in like they had it wasn't like he just brought a new woman around this is like his wife or whatever his partner i didn't even know that i just saw that she was mad because she got him braided his uh new girl braided her hair oh my god so she didn't traumatize his baby cutting her hair out like the get to black parents hey we'll speak for black parents the black family's gotta do better man we gotta quit with this fucking bullshit we gotta fucking heal man that's what we gotta do and it's getting to the point i'm gonna say this shit on black history Month. Not we need to get over slavery. <laughs> hot take, hot take, hot take. But we need to address the problems that we have in our community that have been post-slavery also. We need to address the sexual assault, the d- domestic violence, mm. the abuse, mm. the gaslighting, all mm. these other things that started with slavery and have continued and been perpetuated by black people. Mm-hmm. We have to start there. And I'm just, I'm tired of you niggas acting like y'all got all this shit figured out. And I know, 
I know my family fucked up. And I know some of y'all families are way more fucked up than my family. So, I don't know, man. We just got to quit with this fucking bullshit. Like, I hate I hate when they do this to black kids, though. Because you remember when Willow cut all her hair off? Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, I heard she's gay. Yeah, she was nine. Yeah. And it was like, oh. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then the other thing is. Let's quit acting like twelve-year-olds don't Have experience attraction. What sexuality is, or what sexual urges are? Because when it's a little boy talking about how many girlfriends he got, y'all don't ever say, "Right, oh, he's too young. He don't know. He nothing don't about know." This. Right? Y'all be like, oh, "Don't we'll let him like little girls," because you know he he might be sixteen and realizing he like boys. Don't mm-hmm. nobody ever say that yeah. shit. <laughs> and then Boosie's dumbass. Then said that he was going to hire a prostitute for his then 14-year-old son for his birthday. Two years ain't that much of a difference, bro. Really ain't. And I definitely remember being 12 years old and liking girls. Same. I remember. I mean, not girls, but. (laughs) Same. I I remember being nine years old and liking girls. I wasn't trying to have sex with them or nothing. But I knew who I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. I knew who gave me butterflies in my stomach when I was around them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, we do a lot of projection on some shit. Be like, kids don't even know. But then one day, kids, he know better. Let a fucking 12-year-old be whining in a fucking uh, a Walmart about a toy. They be like, oh, he's too big for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you niggas. I wish they let me join the cool Klux Klan. Like, what do y'all want? What do y'all want? They don't fucking know. But, man, I'm just tired of you niggas. And, like, bro, I ain't even arguing with people no more. Uh, man. Like, if you say some fuck shit, I'm going to call you on it. But I'm probably just going to delete you. <laughs> That's what I've been doing lately. Just like, yeah, get the fuck off my fucking page. It's so much easier to just... Just delete them niggas. Get people about the paint. Right. But, man, I do want to try to be a decent ally. So I will call people and shit. But, hey, some people lost, bro. Lost in the world. Um, What else? Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, for one, just before we close out on this topic, Zaya seems very informed and very aware of the world and very aware of herself and very right. aware of um her own emotional intelligence and just like she just seems very advanced for a child her age anyway right so honestly for her to make this decision does not seem far-fetched she's probably always for who she is. I think Dwayne Wade said one thing that she's felt that way since she was three years old. And he had to come to the terms with it. Yes. You know, realize that that's what the fuck it was going to be. And then plus parents be knowing they kids. It's just like, if you talk to a lot of people, they, they, they might try to force them in traumatic ways. A lot of times to not be quote unquote gay. Right. But they know. Parents know they fucking kids. Mm-hmm. Just like when I talk to most of my friends, like our parents be knowing 
they be having ideas on you know our first sexual experiences like you could just tell like (laughs) you realize different patterns of behavior in your child like you know what's up and not just like children but even your adult kids like my parents to this day will say something to me if i'm acting off or if i seem you know i'm saying a little more down than normal like you notice shit when you're especially when you're involved in your kid's life (laughs) key key number one (laughs) when you are there when you are present (laughs) you are around you know what's up with your kids so right but also that goes to a lot of niggas ain't around boom and that's the t and that's just that on that right period poo fuck you niggas (laughs) (laughs) period um oh i also watched uh high fidelity i uh, binge watched all of it yesterday it, it seems like a really cool show man i'm such a fucking music nerd I do realize how obsessive I am when I watch shit like that. And it's just like, I'm like getting all the references and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. No, that is a bullshit. What are you talking about? Like, I don't know, man. I'm starting to embrace that side of me more again. Your music nerd side. I'm starting to embrace the things that make me happy again. Oh, okay. I was going to say, when have you not embraced your music? Nerd? Yeah. I can't turn that shit off. <laughs> that shit's just like, and people be like, how do you fucking know that? I'd be like, I don't know something i read 10 years ago i can remember shit like for years that i've read and i can remember where i read it but i can't remember what it was mm. one day i'm gonna be on some trivia shit i'm gonna win a whole bunch of money man you need to be and I'm fucking if somebody has out. like a music history music knowledge show you need to be body that shit on that shit I'm jealous of people like Questlove's like knowledge of music because it'd be blowing me away. Like, man, that nigga's so fucking smart. <laughs> um, a brief music topic that me and Thomas were talking about. What covers do you, can you think of that are better than the original? Um, Beyonce's "Rather Be with You" Bootsy Collins cover. I mean, not that Bootsy Collins was bad, but yeah, man, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> I love Beyonce's version. Um, naturally, the go-to for me that's always so clear is Johnny Cash's version of "Hurt." It's way better than Nine Inch Nails version. I don't know neither one of them. You don't know "Hurt"? Maybe I "Hurt Myself Today." Nope. To see if I, it came out when we were in high school. Mm-mm. It was his last big song before he died, and the video was on MTV all the fucking time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Nirvana Unplugged album has two of them because his version of "Man Who Sold the World," uh, Kurt Cobain's version of "Man Who Sold the World," is better than David Bowie's. And where did you sleep last night? Is better than the lead belly version. Um, 
<laughs> like I'm losing her. <laughs> uh, uh. This one, I think you'll know. Eric Clapton's version of Layla, the unplugged one, is better than Derek Domino's version, which is Eric Clapton also. What will you do when you get lonely? No one waiting by your side. You've been crying, hiding much too long. You know it's just my foolish pride. Layla, you knocked me on my Layla. Oh, well. Mm-mm. Let's switch this back to R&B then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got nothing. Uh... Stevie Wonder's uh, We Can Work It Out is better than the Beatles. Anything Stevie Wonder does really right. is just like, That's one of the cheat codes. Like, um, I like um, D'Angelo's Cruising. Yeah, I like it better than Smokies. Huey Louie. Well, I thought Huey Lewis and the News did that. They covered They covered it too. Smokey. Damn, see? That's why I can't never... <laughs> can't win bro <laughs> but their version was very popular it's him and i think is it gwyneth paltrow mm-hmm. yeah but that's man smoky got some fucking hits um Thanks. another smoky song uh you really got a hold on me mm. percy sledge's version is way better true and i feel like that's the best that's one of the best songs of all time it's simple but it it really just tells like you feel it Percy Sledge just put the right emotion on it. Right. I don't like you, but I love you. Like, bruh. Ah! <laughs> Nigga! <laughs> a fucking bar. Fuck. You got me. Seems that I'm always thinking of you. Man, bruh. Uh, Smokey was in his fucking bag when he was writing that shit. I don't like you. Man. I what? That. Rob, man, fuck it. <laughs> oh. uh. Fuck it. I'm just gonna have to edit this part out because I gotta listen to that shit now. Um, L- Lauren Hill, they they did one on there. Her version of uh, what's the name official name of it? I love you, baby. It's not. It's not the official name, oh, but yeah, yeah, the Frankie yeah. Valley version is is amazing. But Lauren Hill's is better. Also, Lauren Hill's "Killing Killing Me Softly" is better than. Is that Roberta Flack who did the original? I was gonna say something about one of Roberta Flack's. Um, so we talking about official covers or just like people who cover things in general because it's this girl on Instagram that covers a lot get a witch this is another thing I wanted to talk about that whole era of uh, white pipe pop icons well it's just dating like the white sweethearts yeah she just came out with her book and she said that nigga gaslit her the fuck like he would just who Jessica Simpson? Yeah, she said John. Like John Mayer's a piece of shit. It's always been documented that he's a complete piece of shit. Like she said that he would just didn't like, he date tw- Taylor Swift? Yeah, and he treated her like shit too. He dated Jennifer Aniston. Like he's a fuck boy. And like Jessica Simpson said that like he would just like leave. And then a couple weeks later, come back and be like, "You're my muse. I can't make music without you." <laughs> oh god. 
and then just pop up randomly for years. Like he was that fuck boy. Mm-mm. But um, it made me start thinking. All right, so of that era of pop stars, we got Beyonce, who became Beyonce. You got Britney Spears, who is Britney Spears is up there, <laughs> like real nigga shit. Britney Spears body of work and dancing ability is up there. I saw a post yesterday that said in 2007, Britney shaved her head for our sins. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It saved us all. (laughs) Like, before she had her breakdown, man, and I I never really thought about it until recently because somebody had a discussion, but she totally, um, was a Janet Jackson stand, and all her influences were clearly Janet Jackson, even though they made her say Madonna. Because nothing about Britney Spears ever. Madonna's struck- not a dancer. No, Madonna's well, not- well, she she started as a dancer, but she's not that kind of dancer. She's not that kind of dancer. That's Janet. Even though Janet's better, of course. I mean, but just is what it is. Uh, but Britney Spears is up there, and then plus, Britney Spears' "Toxic" is one of my favorite songs of all time. Baby, can't you see I'm falling? Britney had some hit, the early hits. Um, I'm a slave for you. Sometimes I run. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I hide. Sometimes, sometimes I'm scared of you. And all I really want is to hold you tight. Hold you tight. you right. Even you day and night. Baby, all I need is time. I'll just turn around and kiss it. In a place I'd rather be. If you need me, just in me. Man, we were some Disney watching ass, suburban ass kids. And then you had Christina. Like, this is the hierarchy to me. Oh, Christina, yes. It's Beyonce, it's Britney Spears. Christina vocally is probably the best outside of Beyonce, of course. She's probably the best vocally. Christina got them pipes. I don't like her runs as much as some people. But she does too much on the runs now. She didn't used to like right. when she first came out and she had simple runs. Yeah, it just like it, her voice carried so well. It just hit better now. Yeah. She just be trying yeah. to do too much. Yeah. Now she's like in that diva class to where yeah that like Shaka. It's like oh, it's like girl. You 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 a legend, <laughs> but I don't know. Calm down. And then, all right, that's the top tier pop stars of that time. Then you got that next tier. They had a couple of hits, but they eventually started doing some other shit that made them kind of legends in themselves. Hmm. So you got Mandy Moore. Had a couple of hits, but she went the acting route, and now she's on This Is Us, and she is an amazing actress. Yeah, she does more acting now than she does. She sings on the show also. Music making. And her voice is amazing still. Um, then you got Jessica Simpson, who had a couple hits. She did. And, you know, she, and had, she had a good voice. And then I think once she started having a family, after she divorced Nick, yeah, had a family. Did she get remarried and have a yeah. family? Or did she, okay. she got remarried and had She kind of just calmed down. and. But she also admitted that she more, was an alcoholic. Oh, I didn't know that. And that was part of her. And then she had weight fluctuations yeah. also. 
but she was talking about the weight fluctuations and she was like, well, that just made it to where her clothes, she wanted to fit all women because she had been literally every size. Now that motherfucker is a billionaire. Yeah, because she has uh, bomb ass shoes. Yeah. Every woman owns a pair of Jessica Simpson something. Yeah. Earrings, shoes, a bag, some perfume, some motherfucking home accessories because she out here making pillowcases and shit too like <laughs> she didn't put her name on everything right everything 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 um ashley simpson she had a little she yeah. had a, a she small had a, but by the time they had that lip syncing thing that's what it was like uh, yeah like i don't want to call her a one-hit wonder but kind of is but she she married diana ross's son so she's a legend herself by doing that um <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Yes. She had her moment. I actually might move Avril Lavigne up higher. Yeah. I think about it. Yeah. Avril Lavigne had the hit. She had a moment. Skater Boy still goes fucking hard, and that's a poppy ass fucking song. Um, Amy Winehouse, of course. I feel like that's a later era. Is it? Wasn't she like early 2000s? It was like mid 2000s, because I think Back in Black came out in 05. I guess I was kind of like between like 98 and about 03. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Maya? Maya? Oh, Maya. Maya's body is still banging too. Absolutely. That shit is nuts. <laughs> um, she had def- she had some legendary hits. Uh, Tamia. Not as many hits, but Vocally, the hits that she had. Yeah, and she still honestly got vocals. Tamia can sing. I love her voice. Um, I'm a fish thank you. All I so into you, both versions are legendary. And so, when I was looking up cover things. Somebody said that Donald Glover's version of "So Into You" is better than "To Me." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" It was groundbreaking, but it's not better. He's up there, like he fucking bodied it, but he ain't better than "To Me" because that shit is legendary. Yeah. Um. Who else? You got Pink. I never liked Pink, but she got I hits. Love Pink. I thought Pink was the grunge, but she girl. Went, that that's always seemed so fake to me. Didn't care. But that was no. Bullshit. That was the lifestyle. Like even the dudes that she was into. What's his name? Hart. Carrie Hart. Carrie Hart. Like that was her. That was her, bro. That first stand. Pink album. Oh my god, I fucking stand. <laughs> <laughs> that first Pink album, misunderstood. When she did R and B, was that R and B? Was that her R and B album? No, that's the one where she said, "Hold up." Misunderstood is, I think, the second one. That first one when she was on her R and B shit. That's a fucking jam. I just don't like Pink. She always seems so fucking fake to me. What? It's like I'm gonna have all the aesthetics of being a grunge. Uh, oh, you thought she was a poser? Huh? Yes, yes, exactly. I feel that way about Avril Lavigne. Is oh. I've had always had a crush on Avril Lavigne. Can't take me home. Yeah, that. What was on this one? Oh, there you go. Yep, that was my jam. There you go. Ooh, you make me sick was also my jam. Are you? I never knew you were a pink stand. That yes. shit is wild. Uh, aesthetically, also, what is the one? Okay, misunderstood. Hey, get the party started. That was definitely and just like a pill. Don't act like just like a pill wasn't a motherfucking hit. 
A fucking pink stand. Didn't fucking see that shit coming. How could you not? It makes sense now. It makes a lot of sense actually now. Do you know me? <laughs> it makes so much sense Do that I never you know pink. You know what it is? I just never liked her, so I never <laughs> I never <laughs> noticed that the person I spent the most time with, yeah, she is kinda like pink. Oh man, I'm listening to pink one on the way home now, even though that's just a short drive, but still <laughs> around the block. <laughs> uh yeah bruh pink pink yes oh. yes for pink um who else is on that list who else were the 90s 2000s girls brandy of course um i feel like her monica and ali are in a separate class too that's like 94 through 97 because mm. Aaliyah influenced people on that on the kind of thing that we're talking i guess amy winehouse would be in that because she did valerie and i think like oh three oh four i love valerie yeah that's a cover that she is better than the original any version that amy Winehouse, amy winehouse did of valerie is better than the original because like 10 different versions um who else is on this list I'm really having to think. Ooh, I just need I need to look at my girls' playlist because all of the '90s girls are on there. What's the girl that uh, Lil Wayne, Nelly Furtado? Oh, Nelly Furtado did have some hits. Who else I got on here? Um, who's the girl that Lil Wayne knocked up, and she dated another rapper? I can't remember. Oh, Nivea. Yeah. Yes. is on that list. 25 Reasons, my nigga. Oh, I used to sing that shit like a nigga really hurt me. <laughs> and I was like 14. <laughs> my fictional boyfriend <laughs> broke my fucking heart. Um, TLC. Yeah. Lil Mo. I'm just naming all the Lil women. Mo, yeah, Lil Mo did have some hits. I got two playlists on Apple Music. One's called Baby Girl. The other one's Baby Girl 2. It's like... All the girls from the early 2000s. I got Britney Spears on here, Fergie, Alicia Keys, um, the Pussycat Dolls, Ashanti. Ooh, Ashanti. Uh, yeah, Ashanti's higher on that list. Too. I got some Mary J on here, Carrie Hilson, Keisha Cole. Kelly Clarkson is also on this list. Oh, yes. Kelly yes, Clarkson yes, yes. has some hits. Um, Kelly Carson got uh, like stuff that's gonna play for the rest of our lives. This is true. I got Tony Braxton, Janet Jackson, JoJo, JoJo. We cannot forget about we cannot, a black we, legend. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> for this Black History Month, we want to give a shout out to JoJo, an honorary black legend. Like like we said before, she might be throwing the cookout. <laughs> um, India Ari. Yeah, where got some Angie where is Stone. India Ari? I don't know. Especially in this era, like she would body this shit. Right. She built. She was this ahead shit. of her time, bro. That's what it was. We wasn't ready for her. She was too ahead of her time. We wasn't ready for her. Um, Faith Evans. Yeah. Tweet Rihanna. Oh, hey, Southern Hummingbird is one of my favorite albums of all time. Like. Destiny's Child. Never seen. Damn, that's a lot of Destiny's Child on this first one. Aaliyah, Missy, 
Sierra. Sierra's definitely high on this list also. <laughs> Cherish, even though they were kind of a one-hit wonder. Oh, yeah. Do you remember them? Is it the white girls or is that the... No, the these little... are black girls. Here, I'll play. This oh, is, is that the one they were sisters? I think so. This is like, like, okay. One of their major hits. Unappreciated. I remember this song. Okay. Um, SWV, Black, Monica... Brandy, Pink, Gwen Stefani. Bruh, Gwen Stefani was one of my Christina Milian. She had a little yes. moment. Dip it low. Jennifer Lopez even had like a hot moment that was like yeah. way longer a, lived than we ever thought it was going to be. J-Lo had a nice run. Um, 3LW. Nivea, like we said. I can't believe did you see that tweet where people were like, "So Keisha from Power was in 3LW." Like you <laughs> young ass. So niggas. many people were like, "Who the fuck is 3LW?" I was like, "Damn!" Like, oh, I'm old as fuck now. A Marie, I'm getting tired of your broken promises, promises. Eve, Eve, Alanis Morissette. Eve could wrap her ass off though. True. Um, Avril Lavigne, Mariah Carey. Blue and Sunshine Anderson. <laughs> I just had a bunch. Like I just was in a moment where I was having like a girl power. <laughs> Made two playlists with all these like nineties, two thousands hits. One hits. One big room full, full of, of bad, bad bitches. bitches. <laughs> oh man, Krayshawn, <laughs> Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. <laughs> bro, that song was so hard, and they got her all the way out the paint. Bro, yeah, they did. And then they were like, well, "We can keep Little Debbie though, because Little Debbie was fine as fuck." <laughs> I, I fuck with Little Debbie. That other uh, girl that was with him, V Nasty, she was saying her. she was saying nigga, and know. it was like, "Nah, bro, you." It, this was like 2010. That shit wasn't rocking. That shit ain't rocking now. Nah, fam. it's getting a little bit more play. But back then, no. Uh, Rick Ross starting to slap her. Them basic bitches wear that shit, so why don't even bother? <laughs> Man, that was a moment, bruh. Man, that was early college. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, we were all kind of getting into just like that different, like weird shit. Like, it was like, I'm going to be the real person who I am. Yeah. Like, it was just <laughs> like an niggas. individualist era. Right. Like, I'm just going to wear some weird shit. I'm a chain smoke cigarettes. <laughs> and I'm going to put on flashy ass fucking colors. I'm going to party my ass off. Bruh, that shit was like 10 years ago. That shit is mind blowing. That was 10 years ago. That that's when crazy. That's when niggas was wearing day glow Ooh, shit. That's when I was on Tumblr so fucking Me heavy. Too. <laughs> that is heavy Tumblr days. I think that's when we got close. Cause that's we were the, name, that's the title of this episode is Tumblr Days. But yeah. like D A Z E, yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking with it. Um, yeah, I was on Tumblr a lot then. I'm on Tumblr now more than I used to be. I have not visited my Tumblr uh, for anything other than like music lately. I um, like I'll just scroll. I won't even like repost as much, but I'll be on there. Mm. and then like I realized a lot of the people that I follow are not on Tumblr anymore also so I'm just like so Man, my, lost in the world my Tumblr was so fucking dope 
Mine was too. Let me let me revisit that shit. <laughs> and then a lot of my posts were taken off too, and I wasn't even posting like sexually explicit shit for real. Like, cause you remember when they redid all that shit? Oh my goodness, the last thing I posted. No, this could not be the last thing I posted because this was November 2015. This Beyonce singing Die With You, which I wish she would put on a fucking album where she's playing a piano. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Mm Mm-hmm. That shit's so fucking angelic. I'm going to just re-download the app. (laughs) (laughs) About to be Tumblr shorty. I miss Tumblr, man. Tumblr used to be the shit. Um... But yeah, that's when niggas was wearing like bright ass fucking pants and fucking vans and shit. That's when we was out here thrifting heavy. Yes. Which I was already <laughs> like, I was thrifting since high school. So like, yeah, you know, what's crazy. The shit I was doing in high school finally got cool when I was in college. So I was really feeling myself. So like wearing like snapbacks and shit was like finally cool. Hell yeah. And then listening to different types of music and shit. Bruh, I, man, I loved college. Man, that's when I really got into, like, finding, like, vintage women's, like, those vintage silk blouses that women used to wear with all the, like, crazy-ass prints. Yeah. Or, like, like high neckline, but it would button in the back type shit. Man. bro, like, <laughs> I, I loved worn t-shirts. And that's when I was smaller too, so I could be really rock. Man, I had fucking heat out here. <laughs> and then the only I found thing a lot of dope shit, like vintage, like luxury shit too. I had a, a Christian Dior necktie. It was burgundy, and it was a skinny tie too. Ooh! Oh yeah, that's a cover. Yeah, I had um, I had two Christian Dior pieces that I found at the thrift store once. I used to. My go tos were always cardigans. Oh, yeah. You know, my like Kurt Cobain shit. Yeah. And then uh, Cardigan's in. I had a couple members only jackets. My my shit mostly was for like the accessories. I love the accessories. Oh, yeah. Me too. I had a lot. I had a lot of like vintage earrings, but I was always going for jackets and just like oversized button ups. I found this really dope like windbreaker jacket that matched my. uh. My Nike Diamond Turfs perfectly. I was like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> That's the most, like, 2010 statement in the world. <laughs> I, found a per- I, I thrifted the perfect thing that matched my Diamond Turfs. Like, oh, okay. So, you're 2010, huh? All this vintage shit. Hell yeah. Bruh. And then, like, back then, I would thrift all my clothes, but my sneakers was the only thing I would buy. Like, See, I thrifted sneakers too. I would go to Play-Dohs where I, I think I got my diamond turfs out of Play-Dohs. Niggas. I got a pair of Jordans out of Play-Dohs too. Niggas is not as fortunate. <laughs> Man, I'd be finding the heat in Play-Dohs. I found some motherfucking retro ones in Play-Dohs for like 50 bucks. I forget which ones they're called, like the official name. But they were um go get this other bottle the burgundy and black ones. I don't know what they're called. But yeah um what was it but yeah man that that was just the mood bro i'm i'm still a thrift store nigga oh i, I definitely man 
I just let me, I just let me lose up. this weight and fuck around with y'all niggas. I'll be out here killing y'all niggas. I just came up on two dope ass trench coats out the thrift store for like six to eight bucks a piece. I got like this really bomb like olive green one, and then I got a classic like tan, um, not tweed, but what is that fucking material? Whatever material the pea coats be made out of wool. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like a long line peacoat, so it kind of looks like a trench. Go perfect with my Tims, but you know what's crazy? Like Tim's those... season is about to be over. Yeah, <laughs> Tims is about to be over. Um, like those long—is it camel jackets? The ones that go—it's like brown colored men's jackets that go. They're long. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, Austin was wearing that shit like. 10 years ago yeah he was austin was a fashion that was the flyest nigga nigga, i've ever met in my fucking life (laughs) austin was always fresh as fuck yes like polo shit teddy bear polo if that nigga was in a t-shirt it was the dopest fucking (laughs) t-shirt you've ever fucking seen i never seen austin dressed down in my fucking life no ever this nigga was killing ever like I was like, that's what I knew that best dress was bullshit. Cause no offense, Francisco, but you were not anywhere close to Austin fucking Harris. He wasn't best dressed. He was just neatly dressed. And I love Francisco to death. Same, but still, you, real recognize real. It nigga. wasn't no swag to what Francisco was doing. Austin had fucking sweat. That nigga had personal style. That nigga is a fucking legend in and Huntsville. I've been harping on personal style for the longest time. Cause like I hate when I see. Like celebrities and shit just pull shit like straight off the runway. They don't do no extra shit with it. Or like people think they can dress just because they're buying expensive shit. Like no, No. being able to dress is being able to buy shit, put it together and make it look like something no matter how much it fucking costs. Being a fashion whore, (laughs) being a, a, a a designer junkie, that's not, that's not style. That's not style. That just means you have money. Boom. And you might not actually have money. You just have money to buy that shit. Like there was no effort in what you did. You pulled this shit straight off the mannequin and put it onto your body. You didn't think anything through. <laughs> I wish I had monetized. Like, cause the, the kids that run Rocket City Vintage, they out here making money. That shit. Rocket good. City Vintage. What's that? They have a uh, shop in the old garages that they turned into shops. They sell like vintage uh, shit. You didn't know? No. <laughs> I'm all about vintage shit. Like, when you're talking about how you wish you owned a record store, I would be the bitch that would own a vintage thrift store. Bro, let's just do this shit together. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started, nigga. <laughs> shit. Man. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.